probably this is probably going to be a bad idea most likely <laughs> um <clears throat> decided that we we're going to go ahead and do a sort of reacts episode for this episode of snap aim um yeah because why not i mean i here's the thing so i do want to talk about my review with for modern warfare 3 right but it's like hmm how do i do it because i already have the video out i already have the article and i don't want to just read the article i will definitely be referencing the article for this episode but i won't be doing um a full read through which i think would be really long and kind of boring so uh just as a quick refresher i gave the multiplayer for Modern Warfare 3, because I did not review the campaign or zombies. Those were both separate uh, by other people. I reviewed the multiplayer. So I wrote the multi multiplayer. I gave it a six. And um, I'm, I, you know what? I was actually really happy that we got to keep my opening paragraph. And I, I will say this. I loved the opening paragraph that I wrote for this, which was, uh, <laughs> it was a pasta analogy, which is really funny. And I was like, I really hope people get it or try to at least understand what I'm trying to do here. So I wrote, I love pasta. I love classic pasta with red sauce. And I also very much enjoy white sauce or buttered noodles. I'm really not picky. However, when I order a supposedly new and exciting dish on a fancy plate covered in garnishes, only to find that I've actually just been served last week's reheated leftovers, I'm less than impressed. And then I compared Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer modes to be kind of like that. So I think what I did notice from a lot of the comments before uh, in, in reading this was when I did skim this, when it originally came out, because it came out like a week ago or so, uh, I do remember seeing a lot of people talking about how I never talked about any of the other game modes that were in here. I didn't go into as much detail about everything, but I did do that in the review in progress, which is why I didn't feel like I needed to talk about the game modes in particular and go into depth on those because everyone knows what the basic game modes are. Um, you all know that there's the big, uh, big team battle game mode, uh, which has the way too many people in one match. And then the basic ones where it's like 8v8, stuff like that. So uh, 6v6 and it's like, I didn't feel the need to talk about that, you know, because everyone knows what to expect from game modes. So anyways, this could be a bad idea. So <laughs> let's go ahead and take a look. I, I'm going to take a look at this. I'm going to set this up so you can also read this with me if you want. So, you know, I'm not making these comments up out of my butt. So for those on video, you will be able to see this. For those who are just listening, I will read out all the comments. Don't worry. So, okay. So this is on the IGN site. And I might have to sort, okay, it is sorted by newest. Interesting, okay. So the first one from Gangster the Blue, skill-based matchmaking simply needs to be removed and only in ranked matches, period. I, you know what, this is really, this is a really tough argument because I feel like SBMM works in certain ways, but it can be very harsh sometimes. And it's really hard to find that balance because you don't wanna be winning all the time. You don't wanna get rolled all the time. And SBMM is supposed to combat that, but a lot of the times the system kind of goes to an extreme. <clears throat> oh my God, dude. Then this one, dthom24 said, wow, IGN finally an honest non-paid for review. I th It's so funny. People think that we get paid to do, like, yes, we get paid to do reviews because, you know, that's our job. We get paid by IGN to do reviews, but it's really funny that they think journalists at sites would get paid to do a review like this. It's so weird. Like, 
how do you think that works exactly? I'm very curious on how exactly people think that works. And it's interesting because I did get a tweet reply on my uh, review and someone was like, oh, well, you know, all these other YouTubers really like it. These influencers really like it. And I'm like, you do realize that influencers are more likely to get paid to say something nice about a game or cover it in a certain way because they were paid to. Uh, and, and yes, they, of course, they should disclose that because it is an actual regulation rule to do that. So it's legally you should, but some people don't. So it's one of those things of like, you know, I would hope that people would think that professional sites would adhere to more morals in writing and being judgmental with reviews. But I get people are weird. It's, and also, I guess it's, it's a thing of like iTunes is a really big site. So, of course, people are going to shit on it whenever they can. And I get it. I get it. Um, but it's always interesting to to see comments like this, especially in 2023, man. And the next one is let this franchise die already. The rat kids are feasting with these games. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So after the update for Modern Warfare 2, when they forced you to look at Modern Warfare 3, even if you did not buy it and had to re-download files for Modern Warfare 2, I deleted it. I agree. I don't like the system that they have. First of all, the launcher itself. Like, I can go into a whole rant about the launcher for Call of Duty. I really hate that it has become one launcher, and it's so frustrating. Every day, the first time that you start up the game that day, you have to, first of all, open it, let it load. Then it says, update required for restart, so you have to restart it. Then you start up the launcher, finally get in, click on a game that you want, and once you load into it, say it's not the latest game. So it's not Modern Warfare 3. If you want to go into Modern Warfare 2, you have to launch that. It'll close out of your of that launcher. And then it'll pull up Modern Warfare 2 on your computer. But then that'll need a restart. It's so frustrating. It, it is one of those things where it's it's not easy to use. It's extremely frustrating and it feels really backwards. And I remember having to play Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 2 for comparisons for my review. And I was like, okay, cool. Just pop into each game real quick. Back all the way out to the menu, which is already super confusing because the top of the menu is not a game. It's the game modes that are hot and trending, but most of them are from Modern Warfare 3, the latest game, right? So it's like, and then at the very first square it's going to be the latest game type that you played so if you want to switch out, i remember making this mistake i went into multiplayer uh team deathmatch exited out and i remembered seeing something else like cutthroat at the top of that list so i went I immediately muscle memory just clicked into the thing was not that and i got back into the original game mode that i was in and I was, this was and this happened a few times before i realized what exactly was happening just because the menu was so bad so i was like oh this is this is what's happening i have to actually look and make sure because the the way that the menu looks can change every time depending on how you click in now if you click into if you scroll down and then you click into the specific game and the game type like multiplayer zombies whatever then you can get a little bit more specific but the whole menu itself is very unintuitive and it's extremely stupid the way they chose to do it I, yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> it's just, it's so frustrating. And the fact that every, every update seems to be such a huge download. So let's take a look here. Another comment. The last good Call of Duty was Black Ops 2. The game needs to take a break and restructure. And they were supposed to do that. They were supposed to take a year break and then they decided not to. It was really frustrating. 
So uh, someone said, I would rate it lower than a six. There's nothing good about the game and it doesn't feel new at all. People that still play Call of Duty have bad taste in games, just being honest. <laughs> okay. I don't think I would ever shit on someone for liking a certain game uh, unless it's something that's like really terrible and like, like objectively just bad. But I, <laughs> Call of Duty is a good game. It's a good multiplayer game, right? It's It's got all the great FPS bones, you know? And I, I think I would have rated it lower than a six, but I don't know. A six felt right because mechanically everything was good. And I, and I, I hope I got this across in my review, which I really tried to drive home the fact that it sound like it's good. It's a good FPS game, but the thing is, it really hasn't changed very much from Modern Warfare Two. So it's I can't justify the fact that this is a whole new game. Did it deserve a whole new game, a whole new rendition that cost full price? No, which is why it, it got docked so many points because, and I, I pointed out a lot of the reasoning too, right? Like the movement's better, the gunplay's a little bit better, uh, time to kill is the same, mostly the same. It's so, it's not that different that people are going to notice it switching from Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3. And I know people were jumping on my throat about that on YouTube, which we can read in, into that, which... I can tell you YouTube comments were kind of annoying and I, I did try to like have a discussion there, but I can tell you that didn't happen because people on YouTube just want to argue and they just want an echo chamber. They don't actually want to have a discussion, which is extremely frustrating. So yeah, I, I rated it a six because it was a good game. It's a good game. It's fine. Uh, if I were to lump it in with zombies, I think I would have given it a higher score but mostly that would have been because of zombies. So separating the the three modes was very good. Um, yeah. Let's see. Sony needs to release the Call of Duty killer already. Here's the thing. I don't think that any... I know this was on, this one's a joke because they call, said call it Project Tilapia, which is hilarious. Just imagine an FPS where it's like fish person shooter. So you're a fish shooting guns or something. That'd be funny. But I, here's the thing. I don't think anything is going to kill Call of Duty. Nothing, And same with like Fortnite or Apex. Nothing is going to kill those games. They're still going to have that set audience because that audience loves that game, right? They're never going to leave that game if that's the one game they eat, sleep, breathe, repeat, whatever. So it's not a game that's going to kill that. It's just going to be another game that can compete with that. And I, I wrote about this in one of the recent Unlocked columns. And it's that this current environment is really toxic and really hostile towards a new FPS game being released because there's just so many prerequisites I have to be able to hit. I mean, Warzone, Call of Duty, uh, Fortnite, Apex, they've all done such a good job of capturing their own, th th their own unique gameplay and mechanics in their games that it's really hard to tear away from that and make a whole new FPS game that can hold up to the standards that they've built. Same with Overwatch 2 in terms of like arena, like team shooters. So it's really tough. So it's not something that's going to take away from an audience that's already there because let's be real. Let's say, for, say Fortnite came out today, right? that was not going to be a COD killer as popular as it was. People who are playing Call of Duty are not going to be playing Fortnite. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things of, yes, a new game can come out and maybe borrow from all of these different communities and audiences, but they're not going to be stealing them from these audiences because they know what they like. They know what they can get from the quality of these games that they're currently playing. 
and you can't necessarily get that or trust that in the new FPS game that's coming out. So, uh, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I can agree with this. The subhead implying the movement system and gunplay is the same as last year's combat does a huge disservice to this review. The movement and gunplay are both pretty clearly significantly better this year and still lays that out well in the body. But oh man, that subtitle. Listen, the subtitle's there so that it captures you, right? And I feel like I did a pretty good job of um, writing the subtitle to, to be grabby but not like misleading. Um, the subtitle, more maps and a slower unlock system aren't enough to reinvigorate last year's combat. Yeah, that literally is fine. <laughs> it's fine and when i tell and i broke down that the movement and gunplay were different right but they're not that different that the average consumer is going to fucking notice that you think the average consumer is going to notice that you got slide canceling back you think that the dad who sits down after a 40-hour work week sits down and plays some games with his friends he's going to notice all these little intricacies i don't think so like it's one of those things of like you're not going to be able to notice this unless you're highly in tune with the FPS community. You like you played the previous game and this game intricately and you notice every fine little detail. It's really tough. So no, you're not, a lot of people are just playing this extremely casually. And I remember someone tried to come at me by saying, oh, well, you're, you wrote this review for, or the review in, pro it wasn't even the official review. It was the review in progress. And they were saying, oh, well, you wrote this and it sounds more like a casual's perspective. And I was, I replied, yeah. That is the main audience for video games. I get that there are very competitive games that bring in competitive people, but the majority of video games that are open to the public are always going to be casuals because there are a lot of people. Call of Duty has been such a staple name for the FPS community and for a lot of people. So all the people that I grew up with, they're not parents. They only have time, like same with Arma, right? My best friend. He has time to play games on the weekend with his friends. And... Here's the thing. He's pretty in tune with FPS stuff. So he would probably notice all the little intricacies, right? But the thing is, a lot of people just want to play a game and they know that with Call of Duty, they can get a certain amount of quality. They can get a certain good gameplay with it and they just, they buy it, right? Trust it, you buy it. You know what you're getting. Um, let's take a look at another comment. <clears throat> Someone said they enjoyed the multiplayer portion of the game much more than last year's. Outside of that, the game is complete ass. <laughs> Um, someone said still hung up on Modern Warfare 2 going to wait a bit for this expansion to get a price drop oh my god that's whew. okay uh, someone else is saying it's a shame it got a 6 should have been a 4 like the single player not to mention this military shooter is no longer a military shooter just a politically correct fashion show shooter for children what? Wait, okay, hold on. I thought that, wait, okay. Half of it looks like a casino. The other half looks exactly like Modern Warfare 2. Same assets, completely pitiful to say the least. Not to mention, of course, they won't take their own fault of saying, oh no, we had 16 months. Get out of here with that nonsense. You had 20 years. So solve this BS or back out. <laughs> I don't, okay, you know, I don't, uh, that, that comment, I, do, I think they're, I think, it sounds like they were half asleep and they, they didn't get a fully baked sentence out. So we're just going to ignore that one. <laughs> um, Colonel says, I agree. Just release DLC maps for Call of Duty each year and a new game every two years is fine. Sports games just need a roster update each year and a new version every three years. And I feel like, you know what? I like that idea. I think that's fine. 
I, I do talk about this game being, it would have been better for me. I would have rated it higher if it was an expansion, like a map pack, right? Which I specifically said, if it was a map pack, I feel like that would make sense. But as a whole standalone game, it does not make sense to me. Do I play it? Yeah, I do. Um, would I have bought it with my own money? No. <laughs> I would have just kept playing Modern Warfare 2 because you know what? I really enjoyed that game. I really liked it. And half the guns that are available in Modern Warfare 3 are Modern Warfare 2 guns. But the thing is, they don't do as well num damage numbers wise as the Modern Warfare 3 guns, which there aren't that many. There's like a handful. So, of course, I would just go back and I would just go back and play Modern Warfare 2. I would have fun with that. My friend has that. We just play it. And it's it's just kind of frustrating that yes of course the devs were pushed to make this game this year release it this year and they were only given a year of development which is not a lot of time that's not a lot of time especially for a AAA Call of Duty game and yes the devs did a really good job given the time that they had but there were a lot of things that I feel like rolled over that I just feel like could have been an update and it does really suck so <clears throat> Uh, saying Johnny Bravo said some of these maps are way too big for game modes and encourage camping with the designs. I 100% agree. I think I brought this up in one of the, I think I brought up, brought up that argument as well, because some of the maps are really well, are, are really not well tuned. I mean, so the thing is a lot of them are old, right? So the older maps won't hold up to modern Call of Duty's movement mechanics. So with slide canceling, with also sliding and faster movement, it's not going to really add up or be very good in modern times in the Call of Duty that's been like, you know, remastered with these old maps. It's not going to hold up as well. And I think they did adjust map tuning, but some of the maps just don't feel very good. I mean, you you go in and you die immediately, which is kind of the, the staple of Call of Duty, right? But you want at least a fighting chance. And with the time to kill being so fast, it's one of those things of you really feel it, especially on some maps. I can't remember, I would have to go back and look at the list of maps, but I cannot remember which ones I really liked and which ones I didn't like because some would just take so long to, to find anyone. And then others, you would just find everyone all the time. No spawn place was safe and it was just extremely frustrating to play on that map, but I, I can't remember. I, I do have a list of the maps in my review actually, and I can look at that. So, um, Someone else said, I feel like, oh, oh, I it quoted something that I said, this smooth combat remains gaming comfort food. I feel like this is all Call of Duty has going for it nowadays. It's still some of the smoothest, good feeling FPS gameplay on the market. Feels like everything around it is a bit of a crap sandwich, though. I'm really hoping X Defiant delivers the good. I, You know what? X Defiant is the first promising multiplayer FPS game that I've played in a while that I feel like has promise. And I, I think it can actually hold its own in this environment of shooters. But the thing is, that's if they can keep up with the promises and the updates that they've been delivering. Because I played X Defiant back when I signed an NDA for it that was so strict that they said, if you're playing the game, in that room that you're playing the game, you have to close all of your blinds so that no one could see it. No one could see it. And it was a very different game back then. It was a very different game when I played it. And the update that came out with the closed beta, then the open beta, it was really good. They updated a lot of it and it felt really good. And I felt like it could actually hold up on its own if they implement some updates, obviously balance things out. And no balancing is ever going to be perfect in a multiplayer FPS game. Let's be real. None, no, no game is going to be perfect, but they can be 
as close to playable and, you know, just tweak things as they go. So I'm I'm hoping Extra Fine is good too. I was very surprised. So when I first played the finals, I thought it was extremely promising. I thought it was really fun. I thought it could do something really well. And I'm getting a little bit off topic, but I'm talking about new shooters and uh in, in the space. And I I was really excited for it. I thought I was like, oh man, this is this is a really cool idea. You know, I played it with um the preview, which was very closed. It was a few influencers, a few uh press, and I was playing it. And I was like, oh, this is great, this is smooth, the first closed beta launch, it was awful because the stuttering was, for some reason, all of the things that were good about it just failed. So let's see, matchmaking was just terrible because the ping was everywhere. The optimization in the game was just horrible too. Like it just all kind of went out the window. So I kind of gave up hope on that. The last beta went live and it was okay, but it's the weapon balancing has not been touched at all. So it's one of those things of seeing a game that has a lot of potential in the space and seeing it not hold up on its own. And it really sucks because I see that with a lot of things. I mean, we were supposed to get, uh, what was it called? It wasn't, not the finals. Oh, Hyenas. Hyenas was another FPS 3v3v3 uh, arena shooter, extraction shooter that was supposed to come out, but then that got canned by Sega. So it's really interesting that these games are attempting to be made, but then they realize, oh, we don't know if this is actually going to hold up. So, um, it's, it's tough being an FPS game developer out there. It's, it's tough being an FPS game developer. Yeah. Uh, we do have a lot of good moderators in chat or we, we do have a good, a lot of good moderators on the site, especially for things like this. Uh, I think we just heavily anticipated the fact that because I'm a woman, we are going to have moderators on this as well. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it, it does show when someone gets banned off the site uh here it is like this comment violated our policy so they delete it so um the fact that there haven't been that many people who have who have been deleted or anything is great so let's see call of duty should have been a subscription service for like five bucks a month and releases new maps and modes every so often in random events i mean yeah i'm actually very into that i feel like that would be really cool i'm very much into that so I and even playing zombies in Modern Warfare 3, it's such a different game. And I keep I keep saying this, and I I think it would be such a good idea to have a standalone zombies game that is like what the uh experience is now, but delivered at us as its own thing and a separate name and a different game from Call of Duty developers. I think that'd be very fun. I think that it could do really well as like an MMO series like an MMO game that's been updated and and such. I could update with the maps in Warzone. It could be something like that. It would be so fun because the fact is in the lobbies, there are a bunch of teams in there anyways, and you ask people for help and it's the most collaborative experience, which is really weird to say in a Call of Duty. Oh my God, it is so weird to say because Call of Duty is known for competitiveness, but now, and, and Zombies is known for like, oh, I survived this, survived the longest or whatever. Now it's all about, hey, can so I remember seeing in chat, hey, I need, I'm stuck on this quest. Can someone help me with getting these turret mods, right? And someone else responded, hey, I found some. Who wanted that? And that was like 20 minutes during the match. And they were like, oh, that's me. Can I come get it? They ping a location. They say, hey, come to H7. And they met up there and they exchanged their their um, items. And it was really cool. And you can also get a bunch of teams to come in and help you with like a specific boss, a specific mission. It's really cool. So I feel like it would do really well as its own standalone game mode, especially if it was geared more towards like a PVE um, 
collaborative experience and it makes sense to be an MMO. <laughs> it makes sense, but just make it its own game mode because people want that. And even as, even if it was traditional zombies, I'd be totally down for that. Make it that separate game, right? Make it a separate game where you have the traditional zombies experience where it's wave based and you know, you can unlock the maps uh, through, through different, like unlocking the different locations and then unlocking the, so like, you know, when you get into a map and you unlock a room, a door, by buying it, let us have that experience again, but in one tightly knit package where it's like, oh, here's the classic zombies experience, here's the outbreak experience, and then here's the Modern Wars zombies experience that you liked so much. That would, I feel like that would do really well. I would love that. But I don't think we're gonna be getting that. So, okay, so we've been looking at the actual, we've been looking at the actual article comments, which I'm glad for because the article I feel like we get a lot less uh, negative comments on the article because I also, like I wrote, this is six pages. This is like my six page thesis on Modern Warfare, right? So I go into depth about everything on it. So I'm gonna tell you, YouTube comments are not as educated and literate, okay? <laughs> Just letting you know. Uh, we may have gotten rid of some of them, but well, some of the bad comments, but we'll see. So, uh, okay. First comment, Call of Duty has officially entered Madden levels of lackluster improvement between titles. I, you know what? This one, yeah, this one, I, I can agree to that. On that. I can agree to it. Nothing can be said there. Also, I can't believe that review went up 11 days ago. Oh my God, it's already been 11 days since then. God, time goes by too fast. Also, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. I totally forgot to lead with that. I'm sorry. I just went into this because I knew it was going to be a doozy. <laughs> uh, okay, the progression model follows the same design philosophy as seen in most free-to-play games. Yes, but the thing is, so here's the thing. Yeah, there's nothing inherently wrong with the way that they chose to do the progression model, which is that you have to select an item and then you have to complete challenges to unlock the item. But the thing is that so many little items are locked to that new armory unlock challenge progression system that it's really frustrating. And you can't even preview that. And some of the challenges require you to have that equipment to, uh, finish some of the daily challenges, which, okay, most of them, you can just switch to the default classes and they'll have the equipment you need, right? But a lot of them are really, really annoying quests that you have to do. And they're, they're so frustrating. Like, um, I remember I needed to get a certain amount of melee kills and I was like, okay, well, I need a melee weapon. That is at least a one hit kill. Cause then I'm going to be running around in a severe disadvantage. And I had to run around and I, I got very lucky because I got a game mode and a map small enough that I could run around with the knife, right? So I got my kills. It's super frustrating. And also, yeah, this progression model, okay, sure. It's seen in most free-to-play games. This is not a free-to-play game. So the fact that this is being judged as its own standalone game and it's using a model that can be related to a free-to-play game model, it's not a good look. Someone said they should sell Modern Warfare 3 multiplayer standalone for $20. Honestly, I like, so do you remember when Red Dead Redemption 2 online was free for a while and then they started selling it for, what was it, like $5 standalone? I know it's not quite the same, but still, I feel like, yeah, it, you know, it's not, it's not a bad idea of going forward um, because there are some people who just don't play the campaign. Like I didn't play the campaign. I don't play Call of Duty for the campaign, especially not recently. 
<laughs> I play it for the multiplayer because that's where I can play with my friends. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, someone said, remember when Modern Warfare 2 2009 remasters was released with no multiplayer and everyone was outraged? Well, here's the other piece of that puzzle. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Only 12 years late. Oh, my God. That's really funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone else said IGN seems to have turned on a right path to actual review projects, actually review products accurately as they should. This is so annoying. I oh God. Okay. And uh, they said it start it all started not too long ago. But your reviews are more meaningful and accurate. Thank you. Couldn't agree more on this one. Cheers. That's so annoying. I think a lot of people, it's it's really frustrating when people don't realize that there are different authors under each review, right? Just because I reviewed Call of Duty this time doesn't mean I'm going to review Call of Duty next time. So it's very different. Everyone has different opinions about different games and different franchises and different genres. And so this is really frustrating to see. But, you know, it's it's nothing you can do. Nothing I can do to argue against that. Someone said, originally, the this game maps... Remember when I said they're not... They're illiterate? Anyways. This game's maps were supposed to be an expansion pack for deals. DLC for Modern Warfare 2, but then Activision did a whole reverse and forced them to create a whole game instead. I talked about that in the review. Oh, God. Okay. They're literate and also they can't understand the comprehension skills. Comprehension skills. Anyways, wish there are more weapons other than that. It definitely feels like DLC. Yes. It's so frustrating. I, every time I looked at the armory and I looked at, oh, what weapons do I have? Yes. And I, I addressed this in the review too. It's very nice that I started out with weapons that I preferred to play with um, and, and run in multiplayer with and make my class. But they don't really hold up in terms of damage, like DPS for uh, the latest multiplayer. So it's like, not really worth it. <laughs> so it sucks. You open up a brand new Call of Duty game. And there are three new shotguns and the rest are all from the previous game. Hmm. Interesting. So let's see. Uh, $70 map pack with predatory microtransactions is everything wrong with modern gaming. Okay. So what was really frustrating was when I would open up the game, the launcher, when I would open up the launcher, even though I had bought the game, it said, hey, Modern Warfare 3 is out now. Go buy it. And I would just, I would just look at that announcement every time I started up the game and I'll be so frustrated. And let me tell you, I had to open up that game quite a few times to make sure that I had all my info right for writing the review. I would have to go back in and check things on my third monitor. Oh my God. It was so frustrating to see that pop up every time. Eventually they changed it so that it says, thank you for purchasing. And I'm like, okay, thank me once. I don't give it, get it out of my, get it out of my way. I want to see what I have to look at. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, oh, I do remember this one. So this, this person was talking about no challenges are impossible, but you may have to use a default loadout. The time to kill isn't the same as Modern Warfare 2. When I say it's essentially the same as Modern Warfare 2, that's what I mean. And again, I said this before on this podcast, but most casual audience members are not, who play this game are not going to see the difference, especially when the time to kill is just it's, it's it's just a little bit it's been adjusted just a bit you know and it's, it's not going to be something that people automatically notice especially when they have had some time off of modern warfare 2 they're just going to remember it as vaguely as possible from their last time that they played it and be like oh yeah it's around the same it's in me talking about the time to kill i was talking about how different it is going for black ops to modern warfare every year every other year and then getting used to the time to kill in that. Do you guys remember Vanguard? The time to kill in that was insanely fast. That was the fastest I felt a time to kill be. And it was, it was just 
awful. It was awful. I wanted to like that game, but it was it was awful. First of all, the premise, I, I can go off on a tangent on this, but yeah, it, it was just one of those things of like each game is not the same. And the fact that there was such a minuscule update to the time to kill in Modern Warfare 3 from Modern Warfare 2 tells me a lot in terms of how this was supposed to be just an expansion. And it, well, it was reported to be an expansion as well. So it just, it's one of those things of like, yes, people who play Modern Warfare 2 religiously and then switch to Modern Warfare 3, they're going to notice a difference. Same with the um, muzzle flash and the shake of the camera when you are shooting and the muzzle flash. You're going to notice that if you play the two games pretty often, right? But it's so different when you go from Black Ops to Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare to Black Ops, because they're very different. They have different multiplayers. So that was my that was my uh, uh, discussion with this. And I do remember replying to this person and which was not worth it. So. Uh, oh, my God. Someone said thank you for the honest review and not being sold like other content creators. OK, they get that part. Sticking to Battlefield for now. OK, so I it's really interesting. And if you're listening to this, I would love to know if you play if you buy Call of Duty multiplayer for the big team. War fight mode, because I fucking hate that mode so much. I hate that mode. I think it is the most boring mode ever. And I think it is just so poorly balanced and it is incredibly, incredibly boring. I just, even with a sniper, I just sit back. And even then I can barely see anyone because everyone's in vehicles or like there are so many, there are way too many buildings that you can run into. And the points, I mean, no one really plays the objectives. So it's really frustrating. In terms of big team battle modes, Battlefield and, well, Battlefield has has the, has the money on that. I mean, they have that formula down. And I know that um, Battlefield 2042 didn't launch perfectly. I also did that review, but it's I know it's gotten better. And it's, I mean, it's one of those things, like Battlefield, I feel like always gets better uh, after launch because I remember Battlefield 5, was it 5 that was like that too? But yeah, it's it's so frustrating to, and I get it. I get that Call of Duty wants to try and bring in Battlefield players, other FPS players. But again, like I like how we said earlier, how there isn't going to be a game that's like a Call of Duty killer. There's nothing that's going to be a Battlefield killer, and it's certainly not going to be Call of Duty that kills Battlefield. Oh my God, no way. Ugh, no. Uh. I'm actually enjoying, someone has said, I'm actually enjoying the multiplayer experience aside from skill-based matchmaking and the armory unlocks. Gameplay-wise, it's better than Modern Warfare 2. That's such a funny sentence. So aside from the thing, aside from skill-based matchmaking, which determines the matches that you have, so the entire match, and the armory unlocks, which 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 dictates what weapons and what attachments you have to play the game, Gameplay was it's better than Modern Warfare 2. So Okay. Interesting. Someone said they love the whole package. That's fine. No talk of skill-based matchmaking. Time to kill is much slower on this game. It's not much slower. And I don't talk about skill-based matchmaking most of the time because it's not something that I think most people will care about like again it's the casual audience that i am giving this review to the casual consumer audience because i mean most people are just going to go in and play a game and they're going to rage and then just keep playing you know like they're not actually going to care that much about skill-based matchmaking unless it's incredibly atrocious incredibly atrocious um 
Skill-based matchmaking, I feel like, is not that bad. I don't... Here's the thing. Like, I would rather play against people who are better than me or um, on the same level as me because that feels more even. And, again, unless the system's, like, absolutely atrocious, I feel like it's it's not something that you really need to talk about. Uh, Apex was a has done a horrible job of that recently, but... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will say that skill-based matchmaking does get worse the more people you have in your party because then you also play against people who are partied up with more people. And that usually means that you're going to be playing with people who are incredibly sweaty and incredibly competitive because why else would you be queuing up with an entire group of people, an entire team? So, um, let's see. <laughs> the time to kill is not is absolutely not the same as Modern Warfare 2. It takes four to five bullets to kill in Modern Warfare 3. Again, I'm just talking about a general similarity as opposed to not, as opposed to, hi, Maple. Sorry, I have a new kitten and um, she's being very, she loves to crawl all over my desk. Here she is for video people. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she, she, she's, she loves to crawl on everything, so. Anyways, uh, I don't remember what I was going to talk, what I was talking about. Oh, 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 time to kill. It, it's not enough that I, I feel like I should talk about in depth and compare. And also, I did not want to have to, I didn't want to have to deal with jumping in the launcher from one game to the other. I did not want to do that. Hi, Maple. Do you, oh my God, she's, she's like Simba hanging off of my, hi, what are you doing? Why, why do you crawl up here and then try to jump down? What's going on? What is happening yeah <laughs> all right uh let's see beta felt old after a few rounds saved you some money uh if ign isn't recommending a call of duty game then i'm definitely not getting it that's really funny modern warfare 3 someone says i say modern warfare 3 is an improvement in almost every way over modern warfare 2 here's the thing here's the thing and i keep saying this here's the thing that kills me and I, I struggled with figuring out how I was going to score this game because it's a good FPS game. It is mechanically sound. Everything in it is fun. Like gunplay is good. Movement is great. Like it's the best. And I said this in the review. The movement is the best that it's been in a Call of Duty. And I feel like this is how movement should feel going forward. But... I, it shouldn't have been its own standalone game. This, all of this should have been an update, like a season update to the game. It, it's one of those things of you see it and you're just like, yes, it's good. Of course it's better. But if this had been implemented as an update in Modern Warfare 2, people would have been saying, oh, this is the best season of Modern Warfare 2, as opposed to saying Modern Warfare 3 is the best thing. You know, it's, it's, it could have been better. It could have made Modern Warfare 2 better. So. Anyways, um, yeah, people are talking about time to kill being slower. Yes. Okay. It's still very fast, especially with the weapon balancing. If you're not running around with an SMG or, or, um, the base B, which if I remember correctly, they, it, it's pretty good The the battle rifles and the assault rifles are really good right now. And I do remember there was a blog post from, <sighs> Call of Duty that said that they wanted to up SMGs because SMGs weren't performing at the same place that they wanted it to be. So they did actually do a buff to SMGs recently. So here's the thing. Time to kill could be very different depending on what weapons you're using. And there are some weapons where I get 
one shot and I'm just, I, time to kill so fast to me. But then for me, if I'm using an SMG, it takes an entire mag to kill someone. So time to kill can be very subjective because of the way that these weapon balancings are. And the weapon balancing is not great either at launch. The more I play, the more I realize, ooh, some of these things are very, very badly balanced. And same with the skins, by the way. Some of the skins, and I was worried about this when I played the beta. I specifically called out how worried I was that some of these skins would be really good for blending into your um, environment in these maps. I specifically called that out. Now, listen, if you're playing the Nicki Minaj skin, you're gonna stand out like a sore thumb because you're bright and pink and you have a big ass, which is great. I wanted that skin, but then I realized it was going to be a huge deterrence. But then the Battle Pass skin that has that weird like tree Groot fucker looking in it, that thing can give you so much of a benefit that they actually disabled that skin for a bit because it was giving people an advantage in maps because he was, they were dark. You could hide in shadows and not be seen. It was incredibly hard to be seen. So so frustrating. I, I get that skins are a way that you can like have fun in the game and all that stuff, but it's you gotta balance them out, man. You gotta make it so that they're one isn't like a pay to win skin. And I think they struggled with that. Yeah, you could not say I remember I was playing God, well it was it was Skid Row. And, and that tree skin on Skid Row was the worst to fight against because I could not see where that little tree fucker was. Could not see him at all. Would always get stabbed in the back. It was awful. It was awful. But yeah, I, I do believe that they mentioned fixing that along with the SMG uh, uh, buff update. But I, I think it might be a minute before they get out the first, the, the actual balancing for that. But it was very frustrating to see that. <clears throat> Uh, oh yeah, someone else commented on, um, the power creep is pretty evident. Bro, it's a military shooter. How is this even possible? This is the thing that turned me off of Call of Duty after Modern Warfare 1. All the DLC and subsequent releases were just here's a more OP gun. And I agree with that. Every time there's a battle pass gun or there's a new gun package in the store, that blueprint is oftentimes way better than the guns that you can get in your normal armory. And it's really awful. It, it feels like there's a lot of pay to win. Hopefully with Modern Warfare 3 and season one, it's a little bit better, but I don't, I'm not holding my breath on it. Um, Cause that's when we're gonna see actual Modern Warfare 3 weapons come in as opposed to Modern Warfare 2 packs that will transfer over to Modern Warfare 3. So season one is actually going to see season one weapons come in and I'm a little bit worried about it because I do not want to have to buy a weapon to feel like I can be on even ground with people. And it's so annoying. Um, oh yeah, and someone said the progression system is terrible, but at least you can unlock everything if you really quick if you play zombies. And I, I totally get that. I did mention that in the review, but unfortunately, because I'm not addressing the zombies aspect of multiplayer, I can't, I, I didn't linger on that and I didn't factor that into my review, which was by the way, extremely hard to not do because they're both intertwined so closely. And at first I was supposed to do both, but then I think we realized how big of a task that was going to be if we decided to take on both things. So I was like, no, you know what? This is fine. We'll just, we'll just, not a big deal, not a big deal. So uh, someone again brings in, not sure how you can genuinely review Call of Duty Modern Warfare's, Warfare 3's multiplayer mode and not even mention the glaring issues of skill-based matchmaking. <sighs> It's one of those things 
of that can always be fixed, right? This uh, skill-based matchmaking can be fixed, but also I do understand that when you start playing it, the system has to figure out where exactly you land. And I do agree that a lot of skill-based matchmaking is a little bit too harsh and I feel like it needs to be implemented in a better way. But a lot of the ways that it is implemented really well is in ranked, which I haven't played Call of Duty ranked and I really wanted to, but then I heard there were a lot of hackers that were ruining it, which put me off of it. But I feel like skill-based matchmaking has not been that bad for me. And even if I do get, I don't know, run over a lot. And if I do get barreled, I, I don't feel that bad about it because I, again, for me personally, I would like to play against people who are better than me. So I can kind of work on my reaction time and I can work on my skills and my movement. But I know a lot of people just kind of want to go in and roll teams, but I think it's not fun when you're the team getting rolled. And also it's not fun when you're just it, everything's super easy, right? If you're looking for like a 40 bomb, I don't know, dude, like just get better. <laughs> I get that there's, there's a lot of issues that can happen with skill-based matchmaking and I want to do more research into it, especially if they've done any updates to it. But it's, it's one of those things where, like I have not noticed it being that big of a problem. And I understand that Call of Duty is going to be a lot of like give and take. You're not going to be going on a ton of streaks, especially on Rust where you're just winning all the time. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Someone said Activision definitely turned down the skill-based matchmaking for reviewers so that they don't get a bad score. Call of Duty has turned me into a conspiracy theorist. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Time to kill is a lot longer in Modern Warfare 3 than Modern Warfare 2. Are you sure you're playing the same game? I think I do remember saying it, it, it's the same. It's, it's, it's similar. Like, you don't have to learn it. So, yeah. I, I God, that criticism is so funny to me because like I get hardcore people are going to notice the difference. But again, it's not it's not a lot longer. It is not a lot longer. Oh, my God. It is not a lot longer. I, these are the same people who think that lasting like two minutes more in bed is a lot longer. It's kind of sad. <laughs> um. Someone said, remember when the complaint 10 years ago was that Call of Duty was the same every year? We didn't know how far they would take that notion. Ugh! Good Lord. Uh, okay, they need to bring back the old progression system. I think that it would have been nice if there was an option for the old progression system to be used. Like, hey, let me get this much XP and level to get this weapon. Or if you want it faster, do these challenges. I feel like that would have been a really good way to kind of offset that balance. But... Yeah. And also the progression system being tied to other game modes, which it's currently tied to zombies, but you know that shit is going to get tied to Warzone and DMZ once that gets into season one. You know that shit is going to get tied into it and it's going to be so fucking annoying. It's going to be so annoying. And I'm so exhausted, man. And while we're here, let me talk about, I, I know I talked about this on stream, but for people who just listen to the podcast, I am so frustrated that things in Call of Duty Zombies has been nerfed because of the fact that people were so frustrated by the progression system in Modern Warfare 3's multiplayer that they came over to zombies to farm zombies so that they can get progression, which by the way, that's a very valid way to do things. It's a PvE thing to do. That's fine. It's a PvE game mode. You're literally not hurting other players' experiences or anything in that game mode. And they were playing that because they wanted to get XP to level up guns so that they could get guns and stuff because there was, that was a way that you could get past the daily challenge lock. And then they 
nerfed that. They nerfed that because they were like, well, people are progressing a little bit too fast. You know, it's not the way we intended it to be done. And it's so frustrating because it's just, please, please let your players have something. If you're going to tie all of these progression systems together, please just give the player something. Because at this point, why the fuck are people going to play your game if you're going to make it constantly less fun for them? Oh, it's so frustrating to see that because if you're going to tie all of your progression systems together, then maybe make a better overall system that isn't going to make your players feel like it's a it's a slog. And that's the problem. Like no one wants to grind in games anymore. Unless, okay, no one wants to grind in games like that anymore, especially in a game that they paid full price for. I don't want to grind like that. I just want to play games and, you know, double XP weekends, be able to hit that grind and be able to get levels and unlock some new weapons or attachments and stuff. And at least let us preview what the attachments are going to look like in terms of the overall scale on our weapons. Oh, it's so frustrating. It, Yeah, people are having too much fun in our game. We're going to have to patch that. That's what it was. And it's so frustrating to see that it was zombies is a game mode that literally brings players together that makes them have fun in one unified experience and they literally nerfed one out like a few aspects of it that make it more fun and and who cares if people were grinding in that game mode to get things in multiplayer everyone has access to it so it's not unfair you just need the time to do it it is not an unfair grind to do in zombies but then they took that away and now the now the quality of zombies is just a little bit lower. So they're hurting all their players across the board. It's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. So yeah. And, the, and someone says, someone else said, sadly, this game will still sell a lot. And yeah, of course it will. I listen, here's the thing. I don't make these reviews that are critical to try and stop sales. That is not my intention. My intention with it is to inform the players, the readers, whoever, the viewers, on potential buyers, right? People who were kind of so-so on if they wanted to get this. My intention, my, my goal is to enlighten them on what I feel this game delivers well and what it doesn't and what it lacks. And also for previews, um, additionally for previews, what I try to do is deliver feedback to the developers in that sort of article, but also give my feedback to players and let them know what to anticipate, what they can anticipate, um, and what the, what the game is about or what it's like. So I don't care if like, if, if the developers make more money, that's great. I don't w ever want their sales to get hurt. I just want them to deliver good products to players that, that have like had faith in this franchise, right. And trust the developers to deliver good content that they can like spend hours and hours playing. And this is one of those call of duties where I just feel like it's not enjoyable to play for hours and hours. I played last night because I had friends on and that was, that was the reason why it was fun because I had friends on. Otherwise I would not play this game alone. I would not play this game alone. And um, previous Call of Duties, I could play alone, blast some music, have fun, run around in multiplayer. But now it's just like, no, it's, it's not enjoyable to me. And yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I, I just don't want to do the grind right now. And the grind got even slower because of the nerfs that they implemented. So I don't know. Zombies is the, the one game mode that I'll play, which actually I'm very curious. What did we give Call of Duty <clears throat> Zombies review? I'm very curious what we gave the review. Oh, that's Vanguard. No. Here we go. Because last I saw it was also in. Oh, they gave it a 6-2. Interesting. Okay. 
the summary is Operation Deadlock mixes zombies with Warzone's DMZ mode, and while the combination can create some heart-stopping battles, you have to be willing to grind to see them. See, I personally would have graded this a little bit higher. It took me a it took me a minute to get around to, to to come around to it. It took me um it took me a couple of matches to understand that this is not going to be the traditional zombies mode that I wanted, not like the original round based mode. And once I got through that and I played a few matches and I understood what this was, I really liked it. So I if I had reviewed this, I think I would have given it probably about an eight. After the nerfs, probably a seven. <laughs> it's a seven right now. I'll tell you that. Yes, IGN did give Modern Warfare 3 three different reviews. So uh, let me see if I can look at all the reviews. So um, campaign was four, multiplayer was six, and zombies was six. So yes, yeah, the campaign was a four. And it was all by different people. So it's it's not... It's not terrible, but it's not the multiplayer, the, the aspect that will draw the most people in multiplayer and zombies. It's not the end of the world. It's not awful, but it's not enough that I could recommend this game to people in good faith, you know? So, but for me, I, I would rank zombies a, little, a score higher. It is it is a bit rough, and I you know I I do feel for the devs that had to crunch to get this game out this year when we were supposed to skip a year, but you know I you have to be honest with yourself and with the community about how you feel about the game. And here's the thing: if you don't like the the same argument I got into someone on Twitter, like someone was trying to argue with me on Twitter or X, sorry. <laughs> it's it, the thing is, if you like the game, that's great. I'm happy for you. Like the game. These are just my criticisms. This is just why. I don't enjoy the game as much as you do. I know I hate saying X, formerly Twitter, which is how you have to say it now because people are like, oh, what do you mean X? You just say X, formerly Twitter, which is how we say in all of our articles. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's going to do well sales-wise because Call of Duty always does well. But just because it does well in sales does not mean that it's necessarily something that players really wanted and that it does does something better. Also, just because something is always, so just because something from a developer has been away for a while does not mean that that is always going to be good going in the future. <clears throat> Looking at Bethesda. So we can go into that later. We can probably talk about game awards nominations and such soon too. So. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, also the amount of people who thought that I was giving this a bad score, be which by the way, a six is not like the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. Also a seven is not a bad score. Okay. These are passing scores. These are passing. And also don't, if you care about the number, if, if, if the numbers offend you, don't look at the numbers, just read the article, just read the article, dude. And then, you know, make the score in your head. It doesn't matter. This is me voicing my opinion, but of course that requires people to have comprehension skills and they don't. So that's the thing. Anyways, so maybe next week we'll talk about some game awards. Uh, we'll talk about the nominations and everything. And um, yeah, I know this was a lot of me just talking, and I feel bad that it's always that, that this was a solo episode. And I, I feel like, I feel like the solo episodes are kind of boring just because it's just me. But you know, it's it's been really hard around the holidays trying to find people who want to take time to be on a podcast for like an hour on the weekend when they could be relaxing. And I totally get it. 
So hopefully next week we'll get a guest on. But yeah, thank you for listening this week, even though it's just me. I appreciate it. <laughs>